guys, welcome back to Uncut. And for those of you who are joining for the very first time, welcome to Uncut with me, your host, Jadine. Uh, today we're continuing on the topic Midnight Cries, you know, what's happening when the curtains go down, um, when nobody is there. And this week we're dealing with peeling away at displaced anger. Of course, you know them from last week. This week we have our very able co host. And we love the vibes. We love the energy. We love the transparency. Of course, we have Dadrian and we also have Danet. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello there. <laughs> so, how are we today? We are feeling good, good, good. Yeah, we feel we are good to talk with these <laughs> Let's peel it yeah. up. Right? Let's peel away the layers. Let's get up night. Um so of course we are talking about peeling away at this place and of course I would have shared separately that when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about all the times that persons had to suffer for things that they really did not do just because they are just because they love us. Let's 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 just put that just because they love us, just because we know they love us, just because we think that hey, they're supposed to understand um because they love us. And it isn't even ideal, it isn't the right attitude to have per se. Um and I spoke with my mom, I think if not yesterday, probably this morning, and we were talking and she said a lot of times, well, she actually started and said, Jadine, you are the problem. That's what she said. She said, Jadine, you are the problem. Um, a lot of times you sabotage the things that mean you good just because you feel like, just as you understand, persons are supposed to understand, and that's not how it works, right? We will love you through it, right? whether it's a good day or a bad day. And so today we're really talking about that. We're talking about the times that we've wronged the ones we loved, the times mm-hmm. that the ones we we loved have loved us through the wrongs, um, and just feeling away at identifying, uh, trying to remedy it, trying to get over it, and all of that. So yeah, as always, the floor is who yours. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can start with done it this week. Yes. <laughs> um this this topic is so mm, right up my alley because yesterday um I would have had uh, you know an encounter with displaced anger. So um as did you know I started a new job recently and a part of that job is inventory so i don't work with the stat department i work apart from them so it's almost as if they're doing their job but i have to ensure that they're doing their job correctly you know um and so a 40 foot container come um janine so you can imagine how many things we have to count you know or i have to ensure it's counted and all of that janine when I tell you that the people them stop because them sleep, them want to watch football and 
I'm getting frustrated in Angeline because it's it's three o'clock, five thirty a.m. going home. Yeah. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. But remember that I'm new. They would have had a culture already where, you know, they probably stay up until seven or eight to get the work done that is not my vibe and so i was getting really frustrated with what was happening um i see four o'clock coming around i'm getting frustrated i'm like hey we need to start we need to get on the board because i'm leaving and i asked someone to pass my phone for me and the, the person did not hear what i was saying the person is not even involved in what we're doing but i was just asking them to pass my phone from out of my office um and they didn't hear and i said pass my phone now and yeah. i could see the shock on her face when i said that and i felt so awful inside mm-hmm. so awful that i had to stop what i was in and i had to go to her, to her and i had to apologize because she never did nothing wrong i was just so frustrated with the process yeah. You know what we're doing here, and the fact that it's not going well, and the fact that it's one and a half hours, and I am going home when I'm not. The job is finished. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking about the fact that I knew it going to look away for the fact that you know it's it's going to look away that I have to leave at five thirty, and the job is not finished. I'm new. I'm thinking about all of these things. I'm frustrated with these men, but the truth is, she she didn't do a thing to deserve my anger. Yeah, and it got me thinking. It got me thinking that a lot of times we don't take the time to effectively express the way we feel. No, I'm going to say it is not wrong to feel angry. It is a yeah. feeling, or mm-hmm. feelings are valid. Very valid. Very valid. But it is how we deal with that anger that makes the difference yeah sometimes we can be a bit passive aggressive Mm -hmm. towards people who they don't really know what that vibe is for other times we're openly aggressive Mm -hmm. And in preparing for this, I did a little bit of research and I found something that talks about assertive um, anger. And this is where you you assert yourself. You assert yourself in the sense that you state that you're angry, you calmly state what you're angry about, and you're trying to move through it. You get what I'm saying? Um, So these are things that, you know, I think we can delve into as we continue major what are your thoughts yep so i can definitely agree on that um in terms of you know something affecting you and you just take it out on the other person and it's it's really it can be scary because i can also share instance so i was totally fine before and i went and i, I took a and an in drive uh, cab right now it was very late it took me a long while to get the taxi but when i finally you know got the message that the taxi is there if you know how the in drive app works and i go on the outside see this driver the driver was not at my gate so i'm saying all right then 
remember I said it's late in the night. So when I really too, you know, he's kind of skeptical. Um, initially when I when I called, so after wait, let me just backtrack. So when I accepted the when he accepted the offer, I would have called and just say, Hey, I'm confirming the So when he came he, he was like a couple gates away. So he came down, went into the vehicle, the music was loud, he told me the price was X. When I got to my destination and I gave the driver my 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 fare, right? He's going to overprice me. And let me tell you how that just affected my entire week. Not just my day or not just with one person, but it affected my entire week. I was totally thrown off. He spoiled my entire night. And I ended up taking that out on. And then because I took that out on someone else, like my entire week just messed right up. Right? So this place anger is a serious thing and it can be really uncomfortable because sometimes you know it happens and you don't know all right how me get out of the situation because me just project on this person and it just spoil up my entire entire mood entire day entire everything so it can be an uncomfortable place to be but it really just boils down to you know learning how to navigate our feelings and you know monitoring how we feel and how we express those feelings yeah and um i feel like i feel like if you're my friend or if you're close to me you automatically know this um for 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 a certain like for a specific friends group um they help me to regulate emotions so i can come and i can be naked and i can just say how i feel and they're like really supportive and I really thank God for that. But for other persons, I realize that I don't really do that. I work in hospitality, so you know, three quarters of the things that I think I can right? <laughs> <laughs> and most times my face says it, but you know, I have to grab it. And it's not just like with with customers, it's with um it's with the people that I work with. I just have this crazy feeling toward them and whatever. And I come home with the stress of the day. And I was talking to somebody, I think today or was yesterday. And I said, it was my cousin actually, um, because he called me and we were on a little talk. We were having a little huddle for a little while. And I said to him that most days I come home and the person wants to talk to me, but I'm all peopled out. And so they get the bitter end of that stick because there's a lot that happened throughout my day and I had to access a lot of things that on a regular regular day or, you know, me being myself wouldn't access that I don't stand for. Um, but in a professional space, you have to be professional. And yes, I would have corrected them in professionalism and I would have been diplomatic about it or whatever. But I'm known to just tell people how I feel. And because I can't tell them exactly how I feel, there's a lot of anger that is just sitting there. And sometimes, the least little thing, and I think my mother helped me to realize it because sometimes she asks me some things and I snap and she'll be like, I was just asking a question. 
and for me that's annoying like why would you ask that why why are we having this conversation why are you pressing me about it i really just don't want to talk but what i've been trying to do is just to understand that i'm her friend i'm one of her only friends <laughs> and yes i i had a bad day or i had a long day and it was a lot of suppressing my emotions but when i get home she still deserves the ber- the very best from me and it's not her alone it's my dad but my dad is more of a my mommy will require me to talk and to talk about my feelings and for me to really like get into it my father is more of a go with the flow if you don't want to talk about it we don't have to talk about it um chill type of funny guy you know um and so these people get sometimes the worst ends of it you know i i'll, I'll snap at them i'll curse um they, they'll have days when they're just wondering like what's happening and um with my partner it's the same thing god bless his sweet soul and i'll be having a bad day and he's like you know what i realize that you're going through a rough day or whatever and sometimes he checks me and he holds me accountable which just make me a million times madder because why are you going to hold me accountable for this when this happened to me today and for a very long time i thought that being my friend or being my partner or being my mom my dad you know having any type of intimate relationship with me having any type of relationship with me means that you understand that some days i'm having a bad day and i'm going to snap at you and that's okay but it's not okay right and so what i've been trying to do now is to identify and to actually hold myself accountable so so apologize <laughs> it's crazy sometimes i'll be like yeah i'll have to apologize for that and i'm like mm, i don't want to but mm, i have to and um it's it's really humbling yourself um it's 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 taking off the layers it's being vulnerable it's being open honest that this isn't something that i would have liked for myself um and i feel like my my mother especially is trial by error type of person and mm-hmm. if you're doing this and you think it's okay she's going to do it to you and you're going to see that it's not okay <laughs> and, so so a lot of that is really teaching me that the people around me they don't deserve the things that i have been given to them and there's this humbling thing about just realizing that you are wrong um it humbles you on a on a level that i can't even explain mm-hmm. it, it 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 sits you down it's like listen to me and listen to me god right and being an adult now being somebody who is all about you know peeling away at myths and regulating feelings and whatever i would be a hypocrite if i i i i still thought that you know having this place anger or whatever and it's okay to feel how you feel that's that's something that i realized but i have a friend who gets angry when she's angry in the sense where okay i am above feeling angry we all will feel angry god made the emotion for a reason 
what we need to do is work on confronting that anger um work on dealing with situations amicably um work on not trying to be the meanest person because that's something that i struggled with when um i was growing up and i used to take it as oh you just have to be brutally honest or whatever when really and truly i had to get to a place of realizing that i was angry and so i was trying to make people feel how i felt and what you need to understand is that you will feel anger you will experience anger because a lot of persons one some persons really just go understand emotions and um they don't understand how to be kind to people and so you have to teach them to do some people i did i say people as well oh some people do understand but they don't care and that's okay it is them it's who they are and um a lot of us especially as caribbean people don't understand emotional intelligence and so it will lead us to hurting people and there's this saying that i absolutely love but i absolutely hate because i feel like we use it as an excuse but it, it really is the truth it's that hurt people hurt people mm-hmm. right and so what i've been trying to do now because i realized that a lot of my relationships are being and i say it all the time i don't think if if i done it if i colleen if a khadija if I Rashida, Deidre, all of y'all, I don't think if y'all did not have genuine love for me that you would be here because I do know that sometimes I get so angry that I become absent and I'm not available to anybody at all. And then I pop back up and oh, I was feeling. But no, what I try to do is to be like, okay, I'm not feeling the best and I'm not having the best days. And I have a lot of emotions that I don't know how to place. And so allow me a moment to try to regulate them so that when mm-hmm. I come, I can be the best version of myself for you, for this friendship, um, for this relationship. And I find that I'm at such a healing, like a place of healing that I'm now realizing that you don't have to get angry at people when you get angry. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It blows my mind every day, like seeing where I was as a person and seeing where I am now. And it's not that like I'm perfect or I've got it all figured out, but at least now I can identify and apologize. And when I say when I must hurt people, girl, and I hurt people because some people do do that. They go around and they hurt people and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Some half-ass apology. The intention was to hurt. The thing that sometimes peeling away at this place anger means identifying it. As we said last week about, um, you know, just identifying that you are sabotaging and that you're at a low place and all of that it's Mm -hmm. identifying it holding yourself accountable for it and the most important part i would say is be apologetic you Mm -hmm. know not just because oh i want the person here around or oh this person serves me well but because you mean it and because 
this bond this friendship this relationship is important to you and how people how these people feel how mm-hmm. these people um feel loved by you and all that is also important mm-hmm. so, yeah so i'm gonna shut up now <laughs> <laughs> okay um for me um Anger is not a feeling that I like to... I don't like to feel angry. When I feel angry, I feel very overwhelmed and I cry. As a matter of fact, I don't like to feel any of my emotions overwhelmed. I like them nice and even. But anger is an emotion that I absolutely do not. I did not know how to navigate. My navigation of anger was to feel angry, sit down cry and then just decide that I'm over it and me being over it means being silent and just focusing inwardly know that I've grown you know know that you know we're trying to be better people we're trying to learn about our emotions we're trying to navigate those emotions there are certain things that I I do whenever I'm feeling overwhelmed not just with anger but with other emotions whenever i'm feeling a bit overwhelmed or as if i'm just really not in control i try to disengage yeah you know and i just really try to take a step back from the situation not to process it from a a step back in but just take a step back disengage from it remove myself from it and then just just start to self-soothe, start yeah. start to calm down myself, start to put myself in a space where I'm like, Angel, Donate, you're in control. You know what is happening. You know, if I have to call somebody, you know, just for them to give me a little laugh or something like that, so that you know I become regulated and then you know. I I return to the situation or I might decide to engage with whatever problem again because, you know, I would have been angry in disengaging and in self-soothing while I'm doing those things, I am still processing what would have been happening and it allows me a moment to think about what happened, think about what triggered my anger or whatever feeling I'm feeling and think about what I can do to navigate the situation. Yeah. When I do all of those things, do that one for take one minute, one hour, one day, one week. It is after that time that I re-enter the situation so I can navigate it. Because I know for me, if I do anything out of a place of anger, all of this shut down. There's no conversation to be had. And once me said shut down, even when I get to a place of calm, I do not want to revisit. And even though I might know in myself that it could have been handled a different way because I handled it in anger, I just don't want to revisit. And that whole situation becomes... A situation of anger at the end of the day you know there's no real resolution per se and yeah. the truth is sometimes you feel like result we resolve a situation because you know it comes to a close but we carry feelings from the situation 
things that you know we should talk about just to work through it with a person or with persons involved because it just shut down or will come to an end abruptly without moving through these things we carry over resentment we carry over frustration we carry over that hostility and sometimes when somebody else asks a simple question it's like it just flare up and in your mind yeah so let me ask me that for them no need for ask me that. Or somebody push yeah. you and you flare up and you are not realizing that you are carrying over all of this emotion from the situation. And you know, Judine, I know you talked about being at home and I've always heard people say that, you know, your family and the people that you know, you get the worst of you. And I always think to myself that I don't want to be the case. I want the people who I love and the people who love me to get the best of me. I want them to feel comfortable. You get what I say? And so I feel like as people, as when we were younger, we don't know how to navigate certain things. But you see, as we get older and as we become aware of the type of relationship that we'd like to have, the onus is on each one of us individually to learn how to navigate the way we feel. And let me reiterate, feeling angry is not a bad thing, but it is being able to identify what triggered you. It is being able to have a conversation with the person or with whoever involved or about whatever situation so it can come to a, a resolution. And a big part of that, I think, is being able to forgive. Because yeah. sometimes we will have the conversation, you know, but we just can't forgive the person. Um, it might have been what they said, how they say it, or whatever. But, and when I mean forgiveness, sometimes people think, you know, it's a big thing happening where we have to forgive. Sometimes it's just some little things that people do. We just play upon our mind for years. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It might not even be an attack on our person because as as DJ said, the man charge her extra. And mm-hmm. Him not know DJ, him not know her from nowhere. He's not our friend. I don't know somebody will know something personal about her. But he just put her in a one place where she now has to forgive him for the fact that he's a thief because he overcharged her when that was not the agreed price. And basically, yeah. me knows at the time she felt like she was in danger because she had to pay that money because she didn't know if the man could have done something. You get what yeah. I say? And it is hard to forgive people when do some things unnecessarily, especially when from our point of view, it not make no sense. You yeah. get what I mean? And me not know about nobody else, but me as much as how I am a Christian, forgiveness is something that I struggle with because yeah. in my heart, I just cannot comprehend why people would do things that would hurt me or would put me in a, a negative space. Uh-huh. You know, so a big part of peeling away at our displaced anger, you know, is just identifying what caused that anger in the first place and be being willing to forgive the person. Sometimes even when them now ask for, for, for forgiveness and even when they're not acknowledging that they've wronged you or that they have done something to put you in a place. You know, some people say, oh, I'm sorry that you feel that way. What do you mean I'm sorry that you I'm I'm feeling that way? You should be sorry for what you did yeah. to make you feel that way. You get what I'm saying? A lot of people yeah, yeah. they try to be coy. 
you know but sometimes you have to forgive persons even when they don't ask for forgiveness because we just need to move on from the situation so the people that we love and the people that loves us don't get the the, the worst of us yeah yeah definitely uh and well, we touch on so much uh tonight um so, the it's not even you know for the person so for you uh for you as i said no sometimes as well it's not just the situation that had occurred that actually just cause you to react in a but sometimes it's things that are coming from way back when from your childhood days and you know it's very dramatic you just cannot pinpoint why you're just so angry and i think as in our culture we are we are we are people (laughs) you know we are very aggressive and sometimes means no harm um that we are we're we're just aggressive but it really boils down to self-control and it's going to really take um a lot of growth you know as it's hard to break a cycle that you know we have been experiencing or have been going through for so many years not something sometimes that just happened that caused you to be triggered by or angry it's just things that are coming from the past and it's you no know, you just have to sit down and say why am I, why do i always react this way and also not always us taking it out on people but sometimes we take it out on things yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. we get angry at things like the, the your phone take for example your phone might um the charger maybe not plugging properly plug your plug it in your phone case and you say why this phone not charging and start flinging on the phone (laughs) 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 the charger don't do nothing but sometimes these things are coming from way back when and i also believe that also like when we're not like fully healed or when we haven't healed from certain things it spill over and it just affect other things and other things in our life so that's something that we have to be able to to to, to um to nurture so we have to heal and we have to be able to pinpoint the things that are coming from way back when and try to fix those things because i don't remember who said it but i think it's judy hurt people hurt people I don't remember if it's what yeah. But her people hurt people and her people hurt things and her people hurt them on herself, you know? Mm-hmm. We'll have to just learn how to um forgive ourselves and of course give ourselves grace. Um I am one that gets angry very easily. Um yeah. I can also touch on for the fact that with females, the hormones in our body act up at a certain time, you know? So mm-hmm. <laughs> time it is going to be really rough you're going you're going to get it you're going to get it and it's something that we females can, i think kind of have it a bit harder when it's certain time <laughs> you know it's, it's it's sad but it's something that we'll have to deal with um another thing that i wanted to touch on it's also it's sad how it's always the people that love get the worst of us it's People that we don't know, <laughs> they tend to get the best of us because we feel like with the people that we're we're more close to, um, 
we can be we can express more with them you mm-hmm. know? normally comes off that way but again self-control is going to be really really important to have just try to stay try to be a calm person and just try to be considerate of other person's feelings and and be considerate of things because sometimes we mash up teams and really never do anything so just really have to just be be self-aware um exercise self-control and be considerate of others is what i would say yeah mm-hmm. um well guys this is about to get really real <laughs> because um i i think my brand is vulnerability and nakedness and just transparency and i would have spoken so many times on just how my 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 relationship um with my parents at some point in my life was very strained and uh, i was i was talking about it just now like y'all were talking and it brought back to me a memory that was so far away that before now i forced myself to forget and it's just know that i'm so upset well i don't want to say obsessed cuz obsessions are not great but it's it's know that i'm trying to heal um not for people but for a better version of myself and everything and it's just recently that i forgave this person and this happened when i was about to and my mommy he was just like somebody that was normal and he used to come around and we used to go to his house and we'd pass by and I believe I was going to probably like a shop or something like that and he called me to his house and then he made me sit on his lap and in the moment I felt the erection right this was the very first moment that I can record um because my parents are protective and they they curate spaces of protection and my mommy doesn't know this and my family doesn't know this and I oh guys I'm so sorry that you're finding out on about this on the podcast I love y'all okay <laughs> but um and and I can laugh about it now because I'm finally at a space where I can actually speak about it but I felt the reaction and I remember feeling helpless but even at that time I was kind of like very fast on my toes and I was trying to figure out ways to get away from this man and I did get away from this man and moments would have passed when my mother would have like probably want me to care something she cook and she's like okay again and I'm like no and I would get angry and a lot of years I carried resentment from my parents um I carried resentment for myself because like why did I have to look pleasing to him why did I have to but I was an 8 year old child 8 or 9 but either way I was really young so it was not my responsibility to be you know it was his responsibility to protect me as a child to not see me as attractive to not assault me as a child and I can I can recall having conversations with my aunts with people and they're like did somebody assault you because they're like oh you have a lot of anger and you're a, you're closed off and all of that and this memory was etched so far in my mind 
it wasn't until I started being intentional about healing that it came up and he died. This man died, right? And I'm still not really, like, I, I still will never talk about it. I still can't talk about it, but I was happy when he died. And that's when I realized that, Jadine, you need to do something about this because regardless of who people are, this is not who you are. And so I, I, I got to a place of finally forgiving him um, for putting me through that. And I got to a place of forgiving myself because like, hey, you were not responsible for that. I got to a place of forgiving my parents because they had no idea. And I know had I made them aware, they would have burnt down the entire place just to protect me, right? But saying that to say, I carried a lot of resentment, I carried, which just turned into anger, which turned into a fortress. Um, before now, every relationship I have had has failed. And I haven't had that many, so I can't feel like, I can't walk, like, oh, oh a child. But, <laughs> but um, every relationship I have had has failed. And before, like, this set of friends um, that I have now, before us being friends, before us forming these bonds, I have never had a meaningful um, friendship. I have always had convenient friendships. And so getting to a place of healing, getting to a place of identifying the issue, identify what has happened to make me so angry, I have started like forgiving. I have started. I won't say I've completed the, the, the process because the other day, my father. Um, I hope he doesn't mind me talking about this. <laughs> um, the other day, my father tried to hug me, and I shut down. Right. Um, emo like physical touch isn't something that I'm open to. My my partner knows it and his his love language is physical and <laughs> it's so crazy sometimes so sometimes we'll be in the same place and he'll be holding on to my toe and all of that but he has been really tender god bless his sweet soul um he has been really tender and he doesn't even know why he doesn't know why i don't like people touching me he doesn't know why i don't like people in my space um, and I can't remember a time before then. I don't know if it has always been a thing with me. It possibly was. But I hate it. And so my father tried to hug me the other day and I shut down. And he was like, why do you want me to hug you? And he was like, oh, you know, he was like, you don't feel love toward me. And I'm like, it's not that. I just don't do affection with people. And he's not people and your father and I heard it and I understood it and I could see that I was breaking his heart but I could not at the moment um, accept it and so the, the, the day afterwards he he went in to hug me because he was leaving and he went in to hug me and I saw him pull back and then I leaned forward and I hugged him but of course, the hug was like a two seconds and just move on. <laughs> move on. And for women, and it, it's not with everybody. Well, I don't like physical touch, but 
about it and to really accept that what happened was not as a result of me it wasn't because of who I am it was completely because of who he was as a person um, deserving of that and everybody that come in contact with is a predator and so I made it a point of my duty to forgive you know there's no there's no repentance of the grief. But you know, I forgave him after he died. God <laughs> it took it took a while, but I forgave him and somebody said something that was really important. It's really hard to forgive people, especially when they think they've done nothing wrong, especially when they don't want your forgiveness. Right? When they don't care what you're feeling or what's going through you because hey I don't care I never did anything to you and if you want to think that okay I'm sorry for you thinking that I wronged you so here mm-hmm. take have an apology and it's hard to forgive people who have not apologized and I have so many like other trauma moments I don't want to get into all the trauma of my life <laughs> right <laughs> but Touching on another thing is I had a lot of strange relationships with my family members and um, on my birthday Anik posted something and she says if you know me then you automatically know Jadine and I realized that it was I am her, she is me you know, I am her she's my type of relationship and she's the only person that I had that with and it was because well, regardless of the I think it's different but mm-hmm. she was there for me and if she needed me I was there for her too when I was about 14 or 15 I found I walked in and I found my mother passed out on the floor and that's not anything for any child to go through the resentment I have just from seeing her on that floor just from me thinking that my father should have been there and he wasn't there and so now my mother was passed out on this floor and I didn't know if she was dead or alive um that's something that I carried with me for a very long time and I remember I called I called my aunt and she was like the first thing she asked she never asked how are you or how are you feeling she asked so where your father did why your mother you know mm-hmm. and I kept I it's something that I carried for a very long time and I used to say oh I'm so forgiving blah 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 I had to call myself on the bullshit <laughs> you know <laughs> and, uh, I, rem- and I remember that even as an adult even up to three years ago 
these were things that even when they spoke to me, no, I could remember. Because mm-hmm. how dare you care more about the absence of somebody than how I felt in the moment or how my mother was doing in the moment, right? And they don't even know that they did it. They don't even know that these little things are things that... Like, little things that say. I, 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 I've been called a lot of things and some of them then say, oh, why is it for depression? Depression, this depression, and these little things have festered and turned mm-hmm. into big things. Mm-hmm. And these things are things that I shared with me, that I held with me, that I decided that you are not for me because you don't have my best interest at heart. What you mm-hmm. care about more than anything else is to play the blame game or mm-hmm. to push something onto somebody to project it onto somebody and so I was walking around with a lot of anger I was like a loaded gun you know or or a bomb like a ticking time bomb and I realized now that it takes way more out of me to get angry and one of my friends a friend that I've actually had from I was young 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 she said you know there's a difference in you there is a big difference in you because you don't get agitated as much anymore. And yeah, you get agitated because, you know, work is hard, but there's a there's a shift in the agitation. And then I have moments when I sit down and I say, God, thank you for the healing. Thank you for allowing me to be able to forgive persons who didn't ask for my forgiveness, um, who didn't think that they needed my forgiveness. And then you realize that forgiveness is really not about the person. It's about you. It's about what you carry inside. Because believe it or not, holding on to things is literally shifting your focus. And it's shifting you away from your purpose. And it's shifting you away from the promise of God. And all the promises and all the things that he speaks towards that he has aligned for you because you're so focused on looking on what's happening over there or, or what happened 10 years ago 11 years ago um, however long ago that you cannot focus on what is standing right in front of you right and so when I decided to forgive this man for assaulting me it wasn't because he was deserving of my forgiveness no it wasn't um, when I decided to forgive all the persons who were more concerned with playing the blame game, focusing on things that weren't as important or weren't as primal as I thought to so my emotions and my mother's health, um, it wasn't because they were deserving or undeserving, really. It was because I realized that I had so many years encapsulated by this anger, tangled in this anger, tangled in this just seamless and tiring cycle that I decided to let go. You know where it's in, in, in for lack of a better way of saying it or words, it's just not worth it. Some point you have to realize that holding on to all the things that 
hurt you, it's not worth it because it's going to steal your joy. It's going to steal your sanity. It's going to steal you being able to step into purpose and step into what you're called to do because you're so focused one in one off like one off on so yeah. that's all you know that's why we go too deep of a piece but <laughs> but yeah yeah definitely that's a big thing uh forgiveness it is hard it takes time um it wasn't the easiest thing for me either to forgive um Listers of a lot of bitterness in you, and can we also talk about? Oh, well, I personally believe that you know, unforgiveness leads to you being bitter, and then that can make you sick. I believe it has some spiritual meaning behind it with sickness, you know, just that it slows you down in finding your purpose or actually um, achieving that which you're put on her earth here to do but mm-hmm. it makes you sick and sometimes I wonder why would what happened to us like why are we like this but it's actually the unforgiveness that's been there for years upon years and years that just they're festering and causing us to become bitter inside and out and when we're unforgiving as well as I said make us become bitter and I think it also shows on the outer, outer portion of our beauty, you know, we look different and yeah. we will eventually be different. And yeah. it, it is heavy, unforgiveness is so heavy. Um, it just slows your growth in every, in every way. So if we can just learn that art, it's a beautiful thing. You know, to learn. I remember when I wasn't able to forgive a particular person and I tell her that I couldn't even look at them. And after I forgave them, I'm like, so this is the person did really look all along. <laughs> <laughs> this is serious. But um, it really just benefits you to just forgive even if the per- if even if you feel like the person is not deserving of it. The word self forgive um seventy times seven so I mean yeah. No, it doesn't make no sense. We hold no grudges because, like, we want to grow. And in this season, we're giving ourselves grace and we're we're about healing. And so, anything that is going to go against that, then I say we just 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 let it go. It's going to take time, patient with ourselves, but we just gotta let it go. Gotta let yeah. it go. Yeah, I agree with both of you, but. You know, there's just one thing I want to say and, you know, hope everyone listening just keeps it in mind. Forgiveness does not equal access. Right. And it does not, it does not equal forgetting what had happened. So, no, you're not going to keep it in mind. You're not going to do that. You are going to move on from it. But in forgiving, set boundaries. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Have when they say your boundaries, stand by your boundaries. Definitely. Forgiveness does not equal to access. Sometimes access. I feel like we think that we have to accept these persons with open arms and have mm-hmm. them in our space. And that is 
I think a big part of why sometimes we struggle with forgiveness. And you know, sometimes people try to guilt us into say, oh, you don't forgive the person if you don't have them each beside you or whatever. But that's yeah. not the case. We can forgive and set a healthy boundary. Yeah. Very healthy boundary. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so I, I uh, whew, wow, got it. <laughs> You really hit the spot. <laughs> um, what I was gonna say, um, Deidre said something that was really important to me. It's it's she said the Bible says that we're supposed to forgive seventy times seven, and it not only said that, but Christ gave us the perfect example of forgiveness. Um, you know, he, there was a lot of, and no, nobody can tell them because the Bible tells us that Christ became man in come down. Right, and come down as one a week, right? Mm-hmm. And he sacrificed himself for us. Imagine sacrificing yourself for people who are ungrateful, who um, despise you, people who crucify you. So who dear, one day, dear, who one day, on one day say yes, Lord, I accept you, mercy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I can imagine that there was a lot of anger, just you know seeing all that he did all that he sacrificed for this these people that are not on a cross but what did he do did he act out no he said yo jesus no he said god forgive them because they know not what and he gave us the perfect example of sacrifice and forgiveness and i think and I'm not talking to only Christians um, because even if you're not a Christian, you can agree <laughs> that that was the most perfect example, right? But I'm not talking to only Christians because I know that a lot of unsaved persons, I know that they're atheists here. But, um, you know, use this as mark per se that sometimes... If you don't get anything else from this, get this, that, yeah, you're allowed to feel your emotions, you're allowed to be angry, but one, point your anger at the right set of people, um, so as to not sabotage your relationships, your meaningful relationships, the things that are important to you, one, two, identify the root of the issue, identify what confront it and um one of my from ever since and oh guys what you need to know is that book will be here okay <laughs> but <laughs> I, I was gonna make a request to my book a while ago so I just said that but um there's this line that I say confront the dark parts of yourself and work on them with truth and honesty and that's something. So after you've identified the inner, um, the, 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 the issue, you confront it, confront the dark parts of yourself, confront the parts of yourself that you don't necessarily want to talk about with people. You know what's causing it to be there? Confront that. Work, work on it with truth. Work on it with love. Work on it with transparency. Work on it with accountability. Work on it with forgiveness right and ideally remember that you but you always have to acknowledge 
that you have wronged somebody, that you have hurt somebody, hurt you, I think I was, and so you are mandated. <laughs> and I don't want to use mandated because mandated kind of sound like, oh, you just have to do it, but you don't have to mean it. But when I say mandated, I mean that you need to hold yourself accountable for hurting people. Apologize. Be, be transparent. Um, let them know that this isn't what I want you to experience from me. This is not the experience that I want you to have. However, it did happen. And so what I'm doing now is try to amend that. Um, I'm trying to apologize. I'm trying to work on that. And, you know, trust people. I, I had this conversation this evening. Trust people with your feelings. Trust people with your bad days. Um, because if you have a and you can't trust anybody with your feelings, with your bad days, it means that you don't have the right community. And so I thank God that I have found the friends that I have right now. Praise Jesus. Um, but trust people with your feelings. Trust people with your bad days so that they can help you to regulate them. That's all for me. <laughs> right. So does anybody else? Last two cents. Would you like to go DJ and then I end? Okay. <laughs> Are we reversing it this, this week? Okay. <laughs> oh, well. Um, so what just came to me, it's just something that I always do, is to just take life like, take God's, you know, sometimes the pressures of life get really hard. Um, try to be more joyful. Yeah. And uh, try not to stress, you know, because that also helps. In making us angry um, as we mentioned the things that the root cause of why we're angry and uh, try to work work on them you know um, also to try to what would I say try to be slow to respond to things um, if you know you're heated in a moment try to you know just take a step back and think before you say because once it's said, you cannot unsay. You know, and words hurt um, as much as actions, um, especially for persons who are very big on words. You know, it really does pierces, and it's not something that is easily forgotten. Um, try to also. Give off your best self, and if it is that you're not up to your best self, try to just take a step back, give yourself grace, and spend some time in nature. I think that helps. That helps me. Um, I think nature is really a relaxing place to be. If it means sometimes just have a connect back with nature, walking on barefoot, sit down some grass, the grass, grass up area. Thing that kind of helps us um sometimes it's really it's not really angry or anger i want to be angry we're just really stressed up so mm-hmm. life light and take god serious is what i will say okay awesome.
for me, I I remember something my grandfather always said that it was, you know, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. And I said this to say, let us put ourselves in other people's shoes when we lash out at them or we speak to them a certain way when they have not when they have done nothing wrong how do we feel when someone you know speaks to us in anger or deals with us in anger when we know in ourselves that we've done nothing to deserve that in putting yourself in that person's shoe i know that you don't want your loved one to feel that way because of what you do you know sometimes and i know it's hard to do but sometimes leave work at work leave leave the situation where it happened yeah if you have to disengage and just close throw it away all of the emotions the negative emotion that come with it just leave it at that place you know so when you go, go home to your family we're no longer doing this thing where the people that we love get the worst of us we're going to be open we're going to be honest we're going to be our authentic selves with them but we're also going to do our very best to ensure that our authentic self is ourselves that allows them to be comfortable allows them to be happy allows them to be able to relax even if you know we have a outburst every once in a while they know that this is a safe space they know that they don't have to be they don't have to be anxious about us because we are doing what we know we're supposed to do to not put anger on them that they don't deserve and even if they do deserve our anger we have to remember how much our relationship means you know how much this means to us and so so that we can just calm down cool down so that we're able to navigate in an effective and healthy way yeah yeah um those are all very valid points <laughs> um and i i, I definitely Wow. Is that y'all are speaking to guys? I'm trying to be like all subtle and collected, but <laughs> believe me, you hate that. Um, but I guess in, in, in closing, what I'm going to say is thank you for sharing. Um, and thank you for being so open and honest about um, just where we are and things that we've experienced. It was def- definitely one of these episodes that are just beautifully amazing and pushes you to be uncomfortable enough to regulate your emotions. I forget what I'm saying. So thank you for it was really good being here. This this hot room, we should do it again soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but until next week, this was Uncut. And remember to regulate your feelings. Um, feel what you want to feel, but also be mindful of others. Um, and at all times, hold yourself accountable. Hold others accountable for how they make you feel. 
and I really remember that forgiveness is not for others it is for you I am Jadine we had Donald and Deidre it was our absolute pleasure sharing with you until next time stay safe